0: Give me a thermal reading result to 6'6. In a remote African rainforest, a discovery that could revolutionize technology has lain dormant for centuries.
1: This is a big find.
0: Shrouded in mystery. Protected by an unseen enemy. From the best-selling author of Jurassic Park. We are watching you. Congo, rated PG-13. Starts Friday, June 9th at theaters everywhere. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Angela Yoshiko, with my co-host, Tyler Wilson, and you are listening to Old Millennials Remember Movies.
1: Give me a thermal reading, 6-6.
0: Yeah, that little ditty you just listened to was the trailer for the movie Congo, which came out in 1995, which we will be talking about today. Tyler oh, yeah. is jacked up to talk about it.
1: What a movie.
0: <laughs> he took a lot of notes, so I'm gonna try to fill in time as he's looking at his awesome notes. I took zero. In fact I was just looking at some trailers and some clips and I was like, that was in the movie? He let the monkey or the what is it? A gorilla? Ape? Oh uh, <laughs> what what is it? It's a gorilla, right? A gr- Right? See, don't judge me. You're, like, double-checking. One of the characters let uh, one of the character gorillas
1: smoke a cigarette, and I was like, that happened? And I was like, were you even fucking watching the movie? Um, Not only does that happen in this movie, everything happens in this movie. Anything that you can think of that could happen in a movie Mm -hmm. happens in Congo, and that's why it's amazing.
0: That is why it's amazing. I don't disagree with you. Especially after we just, in the last episode... Watched uh, Godzilla
1: from nineteen
0: ninety eight. Which uh, you know, not as good as this movie.
1: <laughs> they're both regarded. Uh toward the bottom of the blockbuster uh history of the nineties, I would say. Uh but What do you mean both regarded? What? Well they're poor they're not they're both like raz- multiple Razzie winners these oh, movies. Oh for sure, <laughs> but Congo is has a lot in it. It's spectacularly I mean, I can't. I'm and not, the, gonna, I'm not and, gonna.
0: And we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, but we are. yeah, we're gonna talk about it. So before we get into it, let's uh, start with what have you been watching uh, recently, Bib?
1: You talking to me, Beb? Bib, you want me to start? Well, we watched uh, something together.
0: You always be my baby.
1: Boo doo boo. I was actually boo. excited about this movie because it has uh, uh, Randall Park. I love him from Fresh Off the Boat. The director is like the creator of Fresh Off the Boat, and then the other lead is Ali Wong who I really like her stand up. So I was curious to see them in a movie together. I was curious to see Ali Wong. I'm not I don't know if she's really acted much, maybe nope. not. Um so I was curious about that. And it's a Netflix movie so you're was just like, mm, maybe they'll be good, maybe not. And it was uh, pretty good. Pretty solid entertainment, pretty funny all the way through. I liked it
0: yes i i thought it was super funny i love ali wong it was basically like if you've watched her stand-up it's it was basically her stand-up character in the movie well i think that's okay totally yeah that's not a a, a lead
1: a lead of a first kind of big movie role for you that's how all the other comedy comedy stars kind of get going in their movie career so that's good
0: not a criticism at all um and uh, it was really funny. I laughed out loud lots of times.
1: There is a great cameo in it, but we'll, oh, I'm not we'll, so good! I'm not even going to say what, who it is. No, but it's
0: so good. It's
1: it's a standout part. Yeah, uh, I think we. Bo- <laughs> I thought. Unfortunately, you both of us knew about it before we watched the movie, but we're not going to continue spoil that. the experience. No, at all. no, it's still really funny, and mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of an extended cameo, and that's fun. So, uh, yeah, well, yeah,
0: you should watch I would it. highly recommend it, especially if you like Fresh Off the Boat or Ali Wong's. uh stand up and
1: more people should like fresh off the boat because i think it's a good show and people don't seem to because people
0: are racist and they're like i don't want to watch a movie about asians or
1: like your family they're so. like they assume that the show is racist because it's like is a broad stereotype because of the, the
0: title fresh off the boat well, yeah, is the racist yeah well, that's I a whole know play on it but my family's like oh it's gonna be you know they're gonna be making fun of asian americans
1: no, yeah, yes. and, and also
0: yes they're making fun of asian americans
1: they are yeah because From it's the- funny from, from the voice of the, I mean, from people. Their who, perspective. Yeah, it's like safe because they're, it's Asians make a of Asians.
0: Yes. I couldn't write that. And I'm sorry. I wish my family would watch it because some of the jokes in that show, I'm just like, that's my fucking family. That's true. Some of the weird cultural shit they do. But isn't your
1: family Japanese? Man, you're here. You are making some bronze. I know.
0: So fresh off the boat, they're Taiwanese American. Yes. Yeah, and they move from like Washington D.C. down to Florida, so they also have that. But I tell people, at least my friends, to watch it because it's got a lot of '90s callbacks. Set in the '90s, yeah,
1: that's why I like it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So if you like those. Go watch those. If you don't watch
1: those, go watch those. It's easy. It's just on Netflix. Yeah. It's better than watching... And Fresh
0: Off the Boat's on Hulu. Yeah, you can
1: watch all those. And Ali
0: stuff. Wong's on Netflix.
1: All those specials are on Netflix. Yeah, you can so watch all So just
0: of stay stay in your couch and get it done.
1: Yep, yep. So we um, watched that together. Ooh, you saw something else. You went to the movie theater without me.
0: Well, yeah. So you told our uh, daughter, Marion, that you would take her to a movie for her birthday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, the movie was Detective Pikachu. She
1: wanted to see that Pokemon movie.
0: And then... The like the day before, you were like, I mean, if you want to go, I definitely like don't want to go. So you could take her. I so said, I, I like, don't care.
1: I like. That's I not said, what you said. I said I'm totally ambivalent about seeing it. So if you want to go do it with her, you can.
0: Okay, so there was a part of me that was curious to see this movie because the first time I saw the trailer, I was flabbergasted. I was like, Is this a real fucking movie? And I don't know if I was a little bit drunk or what, but I think I was. But uh, I laughed really hard and loud in a very quiet theater inappropriately it's, like. it's almost
1: like you discovered pokemon for the first time like like it was such a crazy thing for you to see even though pokemon's been around yeah forever. i think so
0: like the trailer started la 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 but then there were like all these little pokemon walking around and i just busted as out. you might
1: expect in a pokemon movie but
0: i guess so uh i took marion and our son elliot to and it And you were
1: confused the whole time right no no i wasn't <laughs> fucking confused it's pokemon
0: there's a bunch of pokemons okay so afterwards clearly you are joking around all the time about how you don't get Pokemon like I don't don't get it so Marion was like mom did you even like get Pokemon like I was like Marion Pokemon was around way before you were fucking born and guess what it's not that Fucking complicated. There's cards with little characters on it, and they have little points. Like I'm a plus ten point, and I'm a plus twenty point, and then they're like whoever's got the most points I think beats it's a little that bit card. More complicated. I that? don't think so. I think it's like fucking like those magic cards. There's games. like fire
1: power beats ice power and all that. stuff.
0: Yes, it's just like a ranking of points and tools. But what, there's no card. Weapons. They're not
1: throwing cards around in the movie, though.
0: No, they're not. But they do reference how there are these Pokemon competitions and.
1: But what Pokemon do you mean fight? Do they fight? Do they yeah. actually fight or do they throw a deck of cards around?
0: They they well well unlike this world that we live in, Tyler, which our our son is always asking, is this a, in the real world? Right. <laughs> every time every time we watch a show or anything. We'll watch like uh, MasterChef and he'll be like, "Dad, dad, dad, is this in the real world?" Yeah,
1: he does that So,
0: Tyler, so in our real world, yes, we, the kids use cards, but in this world, there are Pokemon, so well, the Pokemon I'm a- fight.
1: I'm aware of how Pokemon works in the real world. I feel
0: like I'm Marion right now. I'm pretty
1: sure. I are, do you. But well, what about, there's that, there's that app where you walk around the world or your hometown or wherever you are, and you look in your phone and then boom, there's a Pokemon. You ever heard of that?
0: You're like collecting Pokemon.
1: Pokemon go to the polls.
0: Anyway, so I watched it, um, Ryan Reynolds voices Pikachu. Okay. So he doesn't just walk around going Pikachu.
1: That's all I am ever familiar with. That's all all like of us Ryan who Reynolds. never
0: were actually into Pikachu Pokemon right. stuff, remember?
1: Did the kids like it?
0: Um Marion was laughing at a lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff was going over LA said.
1: You mean he was confused by this world of Pokemon?
0: I just don't think he can really follow a plot. <laughs> but
1: that's just, like, his life in general. He follows some plots when uh, he cares. Does he, though? Yeah. He's watching Trollhunters. He seems to know what's going on on that.
0: He started that second... Okay, so I started that other spinoff season with mm-hmm. him last weekend. hmm And he just kept walk, fucking watching it without me. So rude.
1: That's what you... You show him how to use that remote, and you're done. So it's then I go, I go, he... I,
0: I go, oh, he started that episode up? The whatever show it's called. And he's all... Oh yeah, I mean I'll start it back over. So he starts it over, and I go, "Oh no, I didn't mean like I have to go to work, bud." But so either you can watch it without me, or you can watch something else. And he he's such a fucking cool, badass, cold guy. Sometimes he's yeah, like, yeah. "I'll just watch it without you." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you, then get out of here!"
1: Wow, you told him "fuck you," huh?
0: Yeah, I, I definitely tell our kids to "fuck you," "fuck off" wow, frequently.
1: You're you're a parent of the year over here. Okay. So you saw Pokemon, Detective Pikachu, Pokemon, it was Detective Pocah, Poke, whatever.
0: It was pretty terrible. There were like groups of people laughing in parts of the movie, and it wasn't like...
1: And you went and saw this a month after it's out.
0: Yeah. It, it should wasn't... be empty in there. It should be empty. <laughs> it was not. It wasn't full, but it definitely wasn't empty. Right. Um, they were laughing at stuff that wasn't like blatantly f- comedic. It wasn't, like, oh. so bad, it was
1: funny. Sounds like it went over your head. I think so. You don't or know about po- Pokemon. Or those people were all
0: drunk, one or the
1: other. You don't know about Pokemon. You mean Jokemon? Jokemon.
0: Oh. What a
1: Jokemon, that Pokemon. That's
0: the joke you wanted to say.
1: I already forgot it. That was yesterday was really when I bad. wanted to say it's it. It's really bad. I blew it.
0: Anyway, so that's what I've been watching.
1: Okay. Uh, oh, the other things? I watched a couple other things. So I got, this was very exciting for me batman versus teenage mutant ninja turtles Mm -hmm. this is one of those dc animated straight to video deals it's been on streaming not streaming like on digital for a while i don't i don't buy things digitally that's outrageous i'm gonna wait for the blu-ray to come out which is what i did i purchased that blu-ray because i'm a batman fan i'm a ninja turtles fan
0: and like someday the internet's not gonna exist but you're gonna have all this media on disc
1: yeah and then what are you going to do? You're going to be pounding on my door like the zombie apocalypse or mm-hmm. whatever, or the regular apocalypse. I mean, we won't have
0: electricity, so we'll have to use some sort of generator to run our DVD player, fine. but fuck it's we'll fine. do it, man.
1: So I uh, these DC anime, anime movies are generally pretty solid. The one I was like most excited about was that killing joke one about the Joker, and of course that one was uh, wretched. <laughs> uh, just terrible. They did a bad job with that one. But generally, they're okay. And, um, yeah, this one's pretty good. It's based off of the first kind of comic, uh, collaboration or comics, uh, what do you call that? A smash-up, uh, crossover event. There you go, crossover. That's the word. From a couple years ago, and that's the best of those crossovers, and so it follows that pretty well, and the animation is not amazing, but it's solid, and they... It's not for kids. There's ninja stars that go into some people's heads, which is always a little surprising when you see it in a cartoon like this, because it's Ninja Turtles. You think it should be kind of for kids, but it's not. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I would even venture to say that it might be the second best Ninja Turtles movie. Now, granted, that's not saying currently anything, because of course the first one, is Mm. the first original movie is great. What, Turtles Forever? Is that going to be the second best one? Maybe. Would I enjoy it? Yeah, it's pretty good. You would enjoy it. It's solid. It's not like there's nothing embarrassing about it at all. Right. all. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And then I watched uh, Patriot Games. This was on... No. Hulu. Why? Because I... Okay. You know, other you than seeing... life
0: goals you could be working on, and instead you're doing shit like watching Patriot Games.
1: Yeah. Why not? Why we do this podcast? It's a <laughs> 90s movie. 1992. Yeah. Why are you uh, watching it for not the podcast? Because I didn't think it would be a thing. This was a movie that... Um, i've never seen any of these uh harrison ford there's only two uh, jack ryan movies other than the few minutes of clear and present danger i saw when i went in the theater while my parents were seeing it before i went and saw the lion king for a little while then of course their movie broke down i had to go meet them at true lies which is even more inappropriate whatever that story has been told on this podcast
0: yes back on an
1: episode beep yeah fill it in later um So I watched this one, this is the first of those It's a a sequel to The Hunt for Red October, which was not Harrison Ford That was Alec Baldwin in the part And, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter And also, Patriot Games has Sam Jackson In in the movie, in like a Fifth build uh, role And this is, again, how Sam Jackson is like The box office star, because even It was always Harrison Ford and Sam Jackson Fighting over, like, who's made The most money at the box office, and Harrison Ford Is, you know, in Star Wars, and Indiana Jones, that's how he does it. And Sam Jackson, he's just taking bit parts and everything. Avengers here, Jurassic Park there, and here he is, taking and a some A little of, Star
0: Wars there. Yeah, mm-hmm. here he is
1: just taking a little bit, grant he wasn't like famous at this point, but he's just taking a little bit of that Harrison Ford box office money too, cause like, hey, I got some lines in this movie, eat shit Harrison Ford. Boom. Boom. It's not much of a role, but he's in it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's totally, absolutely fine. I don't know. These are, these were, it's such, it was, watching it to me was, uh, what I found fascinating was, like, they don't make these, like, espionage, like, adult thrillers anymore. It's too leisurely, and it's a thriller, but mm-hmm. it's not, like, that's not a bad thing. It's just, like, it's paced appropriately. It, like, mm-hmm. opens with a scene of uh, a guy uh, wanting to sleep with his wife. Harrison Ford is trying to, you know, get some... Nighttime action. Ooh. I mean, you're not gonna start a movie like that nowadays. Mm. Not an action movie anyway. Maybe they should. No, but this is and then the movie ends on them like trying to find out whether their new baby's going to be a boy or girl and then it, like that's the that's the end of this movie. Weird. I know. They it, 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 it it's thoughtful about its characters. It's strange. That being said, I mean, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> and it was then weirdo. I rewatched the Departed.
0: I knew you were going to say it like that. How else do you see it? Yeah, the Departed. How do you say it? The Departed.
1: Call it the Departed.
0: You're such a dork. Um, Yeah. So what year did that come out?
1: 2006. It's Martin Scorsese. He finally won an Oscar for this. This was the movie he finally won an Oscar for, which is kind of funny.
0: That was a long time ago.
1: 2006. Yes. I know it's been a while. 13 years. So this has been on my mind a little bit because a couple months ago there were some geniuses on the internet that were like we need to start a kickstarter campaign about that rat that runs across the balcony in the last shot of the departed because god that's so on the nose and so bad and it's a great movie otherwise and why do we have this terrible shot of this rat and a bunch of morons Sorry, if you're a moron and you listen to our show. Not you, obviously. Well,
0: if you are listening to the show, you're obviously
1: a moron, so... <laughs> yeah. A bunch of morons, Burn. like, gave money or signed up for this, and then the studio was like, shut this shit down. We're not gonna... Do- you're violating our copyright if you do change any frame to our movie. This is stupid, mm-hmm. essentially. And it is stupid, because... My God. So it's been on my mind anyway, so I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Now, regarding that scene, or that shot, who the fuck cares? It's a rat running across the balcony. Yes, I know it was like a scene about a movie about like people who are rats in the mob and rats in the fleet. Poli- like, okay, yeah, it's a little on the nose, but like, were we? That's the thing I was thinking about was like in two thousand six. Was this an issue in two thousand six when it came out when it was like up for Oscars? Was this the rallying cry online? It was like, well, this movie has a fucking terrible ending. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember I don't anybody remember there really complaining. Well, that's the other thing. When I first heard about this conference I was like, there's a rat on the balcony? I do Like, know. what are you talking about? Last shot of the movie is a hmm, and he, does, and he shoots a hmm. Remember that?
0: Yeah. So yeah. A, so a lot of violence.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of a violence. A lot of violence. And so I would say that not the problem with The Departed. The Departed is a very, very good movie. Maybe the most rewatchable Martin Scorsese movie. And that's not to say it's his best, but, like, a lot of Martin Scorsese movies are not, like, easy sits. Mm-hmm. His, like, more recent one was, it's on Hulu, called Silence. Which I saw when it came out in like the theater. And it's about like religious persecution and torture. And it's like two and a half hours. I mean, you're not going to sit down on a Sunday afternoon and watch that. This is not, not a typical.
0: <laughs> that's not no. going to be
1: your movie. Yeah. The Departed, you can watch and be entertained because it's just a lot of people moving around and it's kind of snappy, right? I have the same opinion about it as I did before, which is that it's great, but it has one miscasting in it. Oh. And who do you think I'm talking about?
0: Definitely not. What's his name? Let's
1: play a quick game of Angela Explains It All, in which you rattle off... Don't don't you type anything up. No, you're cheating. I'm fucking
0: typing it in. You the type departed. in actors that are
1: in The Departed. Do not look at that screen. You're look. cheating.
0: Why? It's not cheating. So it's called Using My Tools. No,
1: I want to see if you remember. Well, we have What's-His-Name? Really?
0: And Who's-His-Face. Oh, my God. You're so mean, and I knew you were going to talk about The Departed. There, you know... Is it Matt Damon?
1: Matt Damon is in it.
0: Is it... I want to say George Clooney, but that doesn't that Nah, doesn't nah,
1: right. nah, 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 nope. <laughs> that doesn't feel right. Nah, nah, There's nah, an older nah, guy. Nah, nah. Angel explains it all. There's
0: an older guy. An old- Do
1: not look at your computer screen. I mean,
0: I'm going to assume that what's his uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it?
1: Yeah, well, you just saw that on the...
0: No, th- I th- didn't. Thing. I just assume he's in That's all That's correct. Your two season.
1: leads are essentially in it, Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon, but can you name other people in the movie stop looking online it's not helping
0: i'm just gonna tell you that there's for no some point reason. in this, this
1: is uh, why is brad pitt
0: in it because i feel like he might be in it no
1: he's who's a producer the, on it
0: who's the old guy there's an old guy
1: uh... who does martin scorsese work with a lot that's old uh <laughs> it's not him that was a misdirect
0: <laughs> who, who are you talking i was about? saying
1: robert de niro I'll see if i could get tricky oh. to say robert de niro but it's not robert de niro
0: is it like, Jack Nicholson or something? It's
1: Jack Nicholson, yeah. Okay. So you got three. got the three main... No uh, Brad
0: Pitt's in this movie? He's a producer
1: on it, but not in the movie.
0: No George Clooney? Am I thinking, like, no. Ocean's Eleven? Yeah, now you're just <laughs> rattling off the
1: Ocean's Eleven cast. What if Jack Nicholson was in Ocean's Eleven? Um, that would have worked.
0: Oh, oh, I know who's in it. Uh, what's his name? Because there was, like, a spinoff with him and Will Ferrell. Uh, it was
1: not a spinoff.
0: <laughs> you know. It was not a spinoff. Not a spinoff, but, you know, like, inspired Although, by it. Although,
1: it could have been... <laughs> Hmm. Yep. No, they were in New York. That would be very was they no, they were Boston still. It was still Who are Boston. you?
0: I'm the you're the other guy. Whatever that is. I'm the, the guy who does guy. his
1: fucking job. You must be the other guy. Oh god,
0: what's his name?
1: That's the other guy. With all the brothers.
0: The in the he's uh he's got a burger joint. Yeah, what's his name? Oh my Wal- god. Wahlberg. Wahlberg.
1: What's his first name? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You are on a movie podcast. Oh, this is episode forty three.
0: Wahlberg.
1: What's his first name?
0: I'm spacing. Donnie? no <laughs> Wally Wahlberg his name is
1: not Wally Wahlberg
0: <laughs> what's his fucking name really I think I'm having a stroke
1: you don't know his name
0: <laughs> oh my god Well,
1: it, yeah you're right it was Mark, Wally, Mark, Wally Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg okay so Wally Wahlberg oh my god that hurt who like his best in his best performance obviously you're so mean to me why anybody else you can name in that movie I don't know really you can't name anymore
0: I feel like I did pretty good.
1: Nah, 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 nah. Oh, like Alec Baldwin or something? Alec Baldwin's in it. Uh, um, Martin Sheen, Anthony Anderson, Vera Farmiga. I didn't just watch it. Ray Winstone. Okay, that's fine. I bet you you would have gotten the same amount after you had just watched it two days ago, but that's okay. Oh, you're
0: so mean. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. It, I mean, I might not have like, known their names.
1: This has been Angela Explains It All.
0: I fucking hate you. Yep. Na, 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 na. No, the
1: person that I would recast is Jack Nicholson because yeah, he doesn't belong in that movie. He's just like tip tip tapping, dancing yeah. around the movie, like grinning Something's around. And that's him. He's just having like he's not an acting. He's just kind of doing like this. Like I'm a superstar gangster. I'm playing over the top, and it is does not match the rest of the movie. Who is very like even Mark Wahlberg, who has all the best lines, and it seems over the top. Fits in really well. Character doesn't feel over the top. Whereas Jack Nicholson's character is just out Question. of a different movie. Question for you: Was yeah.
0: Jack Nicholson in a Batman movie?
1: Yeah, he was the Joker. In that's the who when you were like, you
0: were doing a little diddy, That's what popped into my head. Yeah, he, is he playing like the I would the, say the Boston? So. That's Joker? what it
1: reminded me. It was like I'm the Joker. He <laughs> like it's just so it's so over the top. I think that if Scorsese had gotten Robert De Niro to try, because mm. that's hard to get he's working on a Martin Martin Scorsese is working on a Robert De Niro movie right now which is exciting but generally it's very hard to get Robert De Niro to like try a to movies. act yeah he he's, doesn't cause try cuz he's
0: naturally a bad actor no. wow no i'm putting that out there robert de Niro is naturally a bad actor Maybe with the right director now. and the right motivation no i feel like 10 years ago i watched him on an SNL 10 it, years ago no
1: probably 25 years ago okay yeah not talking about 10 years ago 20 years ago well, that's fine, but I'm just. He saying, was a like, bad actor then. Well, yeah, yeah. The last twenty years hasn't been. He hasn't been trying for twenty years.
0: Well, I'm sorry, but like good actors, he tried do it you lose it?
1: Heat that was lost. Do you
0: tried. lose? Do you lose that acting schnazziness?
1: He just hasn't been trying. Anyway, if he could get mm, Martin Scorsese, Scorsese is a guy that gets all the best out of Robert De Niro. Yeah, because he and tells him I to lose it. I think that job. would be an amazing. That movie would be uh, a masterpiece with Robert De Niro in that part. And why was he in it? I oh, Because he wanted to get Jack Nicholson to go tip-tapping around all over the tip-tapping. place.
0: Tip-tapping. That's why I was thinking of the Joker.
1: Tip-tap. Because he taps around with that Prince music at the museum. Yeah, we'll do that movie eventually. Of yeah, we will. We will. Anyway, what are we The Departed. The Departed. It's good. The it Rat is Thing's good. Dumb. I watched that because why not? Sure. So that's what I watched.
0: I finished up uh, Riverdale.
1: Oh, we're going to talk about that now?
0: <laughs> I know. You were like, sweet. She didn't talk about it.
1: I thought if I just talked long enough about The uh, Departed, put it a. So
0: Riverdale's on Netflix. It's. It's uh, inspired by or whatever the the Archie comic. I'm on season three, I think.
1: Season three, Jesus! I think
0: it's season three. I don't know.
1: You were watching some of this episode. I walked in, you, you, so you watched on your phone, mm-hmm. and you had the audio on, and. For the life of me, don't two people pick. were talking and I have no idea what the fuck they were talking about. Like, I, I, they didn't even sound like sentences. Well, yeah. It was absurd.
0: <laughs> if, if Elliot were to ask, is this real? Is this real? Wo-? No. This is so far from the real world. But it world. doesn't,
1: it seems like outer space to me. It, you know, like, the way they're talking. You know
0: why? Because you just don't watch a lot of teen dramas. Well, it's very I'm much 35 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? What are you trying to say, Dad? What are you trying to say? I don't want to see to I'll say watch to Batman
1: me. versus TMNT. Oh yeah,
0: you'll watch fucking kids shows that are like TV y That's not for kids. There are
1: ninja stars getting thrown into there. Yeah, eyes. yeah. I watch, watch Y7 kids because I'm watching our children. N- Bullshit. <laughs>
0: let's. I mean, let's take a look around your room and you're giving me shit about watching teen drama. You're so have an any, ass. I don't have
1: any teen drama Funko Pops, thank you very much.
0: You probably <laughs> Oh, I might don't. have a
1: Willow from uh, Buffy.
0: Anyway, so Riverdale's a teen drama mm-hmm. and uh, I was very curious to see how they were going to handle the death of Luke Perry. Because in the series, his character gets shot and, all, and almost dies like two or three times. So the fact that then he like died in real life, I was like, okay, what's... what? Are you saying the
1: producers of Riverdale willed that, into, willed that to happen? Willed him I to mean, die? I mean, I
0: think there's something out there to say, like, you gotta be careful with, you know, what you put out in the universe.
1: Sean Bean is still kicking, though. He gets killed in everything, including Patriot Games. Spoiler alert for Patriot Games.
0: Um... But so I was excited to see how they're not excited, but curious to see how they were going to handle it. And they didn't, they didn't handle it at all. They didn't address it. There was one episode where they just, it was clearly must've aired after he died, like right after he died, that was in memory of, and then he was in a, like another two episodes. And then the mom character who only comes in every couple episodes Who's played by Molly Ringwald came in, mm-hmm. and the dad was just out of town, and they just played that the whole way through the rest of the season.
1: Well, I would imagine that uh even maybe maybe there was time to film something if he was still alive. The scripts and stuff are kind the of handled. The script was probably all written. So out. a lot of that they rather than having to change because a, a loss of a character would mean like major changes, whereas you could just take him out of an episode. They're like, oh, he's out of town. And solve that pretty easily, quickly. So, yeah,
0: it would be a major.
1: They will probably address that more in the next season. I recall that being like a big. I remember when John Spencer died the last season of the West Wing and he was in the middle of um, the guy who played Leo, right? Leo McGarry. He was in the middle. I mean, he was a major player in this election because he was like the vice presidential candidate or whatever. And that show, despite shipping off half the characters into various ways. Unfortunately, he was the character that they put right in the center of everything that mattered during the end and they had to, like, quickly he had a couple episodes that he was in and then they had to, like, completely shift it and they did kill him off because there was no way of, like, around it. They had yeah. to just do it and they had to write it into the show. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was a I mean, they, they handled it okay, but it was crazy. It was like weird, I mean, that was a weird season anyway. People think it, that was a good season of West Wing because it, like, was better than the last two and I would agree it's, like, better me but it just didn't really feel like west wing either it was like an election show but yeah that's so weird that that show is like i can't even imagine now no what we've gone through in our regular elections like just the however you vote doesn't matter but like just the just the nonsense involved in the elections Mm -hmm. i can't imagine like even wanting to watch the west wing version of it at this point maybe because it's more idealized maybe it's better but god i'm just so sick of elections i can't even imagine sitting through that again right now totally right yeah Anyway.
0: So, Riverdale ended. This was the season finale. <laughs> i still trying. I was just finale. seeing if I could get away from it. You Riverdale. were. And uh, they wrapped everything up in a bow, and then they, they uh, flash-forwarded to, you know, a scene in the future, and then they ended the episode.
1: Like Lost did? Uh, we have to go back, Kate. We have to go back.
0: It was like, they're like around their little tables, the four main characters, and they're all like, here's to our senior year. Let's just make it a, like, let's all just be regular seniors. Let's not have, like, let's not deal with serial murderers or any of this kind of stuff. And they cheers, and then they flash forward, and it's like spring
1: break, and there's like, they're all- And Betty Boop?
0: Yep, Betty Cooper. Nice. Yeah.
1: I know my Archie. Yeah. I don't know, know Riverdale, but I know fucking Archie. I
0: can't believe we've been talking about what we've been watching for almost a half hour.
1: Jesus, because of your Riverdale stuff. I'll tell you that. We That's have a lot to talk about today. Yep.
0: So anything else you want to say before we transition here?
1: Not yet if you shamed me about uh, talking so long about the other stuff. Don't be a baby. You shamed me. What
0: do you mean I shamed you? You shamed
1: me. Like, oh, we've been talking for 30 minutes about what we've been All watching.
0: right, so let's uh, transition over into... Uh, what we're gonna talk about next, Congo from nineteen ninety-five. Here we go. I really wish you guys could have seen Tyler's face <laughs> as he was as he was uh motioning throughout that
1: song. I've seen this movie a lot. I don't know how it's happened, but I've seen it a lot. How? (laughs) Well, 1995. I was a a wee one just a couple years prior. Discovered a little thing called Jurassic Park, the movie. Loved it. Went and read the Jurassic Park book. Wanted more Uh Michael Crichton fix. I was, what, 10, 11 years old? Give me more Michael Crichton. Okay, Tyler. I read Congo, I read Sphere. Yeah. I read Eaters of the Dead, which was like the 13th Warrior as a movie. Mm-hmm. I read it all, baby.
0: Um, So, what do you remember? Oh, yeah, that's our segment. What do you remember where we go back before we rewatch the movie and write down what we remember? You want me to go first? Yeah. I always
1: go first because you think yours is always funnier than mine? No. You just don't ever... You never remember anything, so that's why we go your first.
0: You're such a jerk. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Let me start... With exactly what I wrote. Mm -hmm. I don't remember this movie.
1: (laughs) That's why you go first, because you don't have to write a paragraph, not even a paragraph.
0: But I have a feeling once I start watching it again, it's all going to come back. I sort of remember there being some white people in Africa hunting for treasure or something, and there's a big gorilla, but something else is going on, and maybe someone who seems like a good guy is really a bad guy, because that's what these
1: movies do. And that's all. I mean, okay, kind of. you got the... Yeah, there's a gorilla, and they're mm-hmm. hunting for treasure.
0: Wasn't there a good guy who ended up being a bad guy? What? Was there? Several. <laughs>
1: okay. There were
0: several good guys who ended up they being bad guys. They didn't to
1: be, like, really bad guys. The dad. Well, that guy was bad from the beginning, you could tell. And
0: the, um, the French guy or whatever he was. Not the, the French, French guy. The French guy? Not the French guy. What French guy? The... The what's-his-name with the beard.
1: Tim Curry, who's yeah. playing a Ukrainian man? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you confuse Ukrainian with uh, French?
0: Because I'm racist.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I get it. Um, okay, um,
0: and then I also wrote this. Uh, oh, my God. Listening to Tyler's descriptions makes this movie sound awesome. I want to watch it. Because. So let's hear it, babe. Let's hear it.
1: It, it, yeah, okay, I'll read what just I Just read what you wrote. Straight from the book by Michael Crichton, an expedition <laughs> searches for a lost city in the jungle, and there's lots of cool diamonds that Kim, Tim Curry wants, but luckily a, quote, talking gorilla knows where it is. But listen, there's some dangerous shit in the jungle, and the lost city is guarded by fucking scary bad apes. And Laura Linney and Ernie Hudson are going to have to be the badasses to survive. Man, almost all these Crichton movies not named Jurassic Park didn't turn out so well. But elementary slash middle school Tyler was a huge apologist for all of them, because he was so cool and read the books and remembers Sphere. Great book, and the movie well Look, Middle school Tyler wasn't the smartest. <laughs> That's why I wrote. This movie the way I, because i describe it there's just so it has everything this movie tries to put everything into one movie and it just is like here you go mm-hmm. you want a movie where we go to africa what they made a list they're like what happens if you go to what's the worst thing that can happen in africa and someone was like don't well, to get hit attacked by hippos great put that in the movie what else well you could come across a dangerous tribe of people that are cut off from the world great put it in the movie well, what if the gorillas were really bad? Oh, awesome. Yep, we'll do that. What if there's an earthquake? Perfect. A volcano? Yep. Put what it if, in.
0: What if there's warring territories?
1: Great. Throw it in. What about uh, an airplane that gets shot by missiles? Heat-seeking missiles? Perfect. What if we need to shoot those missiles out of the sky? Yep. Throw it all in this movie. <laughs> Throw it all in and cram it <laughs> into about under two hours. Do it. Do it now. And they're like, all right, let's do it. And that's what they did.
0: That's what they did.
1: And that's what they did. <laughs>
0: So, speaking of under two hours, let's uh, go through our high stats. Great. High stats of Congo from 1995. It came out June 9th, 1995. Perfect time of year. We're posting this podcast in June.
1: It's almost like someone thought of that when they thought about you're the movie. You're such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I was like talking about you. You were not. I said, you should. you're the one who suggested this movie.
0: No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. You're so manipulative. Um... How long Gaslight. did you think it yeah. was? What? How long did you think the movie was?
1: Uh, hour forty seven.
0: I fucking like do you cheat majorly? Do you just go on IMDB before you do it? No, you was... know when I
1: first no, I I kinda is an hour forty nine. Like who the close. fuck are you? Well I well we I believe we had to pause it to finish it again. For you, so no, I no we see watched the, this in one go. Did we? Well, I remember seeing because we watched it on Hulu or whatever, and I saw it at the timeline. We
0: watched it a week originally. Ago.
1: I thought that it was like about an hour forty. I thought it was even shorter than it is because I thought it like really crams it in, and it is very fast in terms of all the things that happen. That no, so I fast.
0: I did not fall asleep in this movie because it was so riveting. Because it has
1: everything, anything it you is, could want um, is in this movie.
0: Surprisingly, ranked rated PG thirteen. Not surprisingly, but
1: there mm-hmm. wasn't like any like there's violence there's a lot of violence there's some body parts that get thrown around by monkeys
0: like this movie could have been even more awesome if it was rated r
1: it could have been i guess yeah
0: in my opinion um the estimated budget was 50 million
1: oh, they got so much they did so much in it 50 million
0: grossed in the u.s 81 million and and 152 million worldwide
1: well that includes that 80 but yeah um uh, That's pretty solid return, really, for, um, a movie that got atrocious reviews. No, it didn't. People loved it. It got horrible reviews, but I mean, perfect timing, right? Jurassic Park was out just two years prior. This movie's beating The Lost World, the sequel to Jurassic Park to the punch. I mean, a couple years, by a couple years. Like, people, this is from Michael Crichton, from the the writer of Jurassic Park. There's scary fucking apes in it. Like, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, marketing wise, it, it made $80 million, even though it was a piece of shit to everybody. It was like It was a hit. I'm just was, saying people hated it. It was very poorly received. It got raz- Razzie awards.
0: I do remember people being disappointed.
1: Yeah, because it's fucking crazy.
0: <laughs> and they had some pretty good, good, uh, tr- like interesting trailers that made it look like it was going to be good.
1: Where man is the endangered species.
0: And they really hung on that Michael Crichton thing. So you're like, this has got to be really good.
1: Remember Jurassic Park, guys? This is what Godzilla did too He's like, hey guys Remember Jurassic Park? yeah, yeah, you want to see it again only kind of not as good. come on out come on yep. out we'll give you the popcorn yep come so do, on what, out. What
0: do we want to talk about today? Oh There's just, so much
1: everything about it is amazing because mm-hmm. even like the opening is evocative of another massive hit. Uh, of the 90s the lion king because we got like a sunrise coming up over africa we've got music that could easily be mistaken for the first part of a circle of life you played a little bit of it already i did it's every. And, you know what's, what it, the decisions are astounding right off the bat because it's like here's a montage of africa like scenes in africa right mm-hmm. and you think like this is a good spot to put some opening credits and they don't have any opening credits.
0: Yeah, that was weird. It's
1: just like 20th Century Fox or whatever presents Congo. And then there's just shots. It's like, you can put some credits on here. What yeah. are we looking at this for? Yeah. Put some credits on That's here. That's a good time for opening credits. But no, this is directed by Frank Marshall. Frank Marshall is a guy that is very well known. Him and uh, Kathleen Kennedy and Steven Spielberg were a big time, a long time together. I think he was married to Kathleen Kennedy maybe during this point. Uh They're mostly producers kathleen kennedy of course now runs star wars she's uh huge i think frank marshall does still a lot of producing with spielberg and all that so this was a big directorial swing for old frank marshall Mm -hmm. and uh well yeah it's got everything everything but including including when i say everything i mean the number one best thing which is this movie opens with bruce fucking campbell yes There's an expedition of this (laughs) – this is one of the more amazing uh, setups for a movie. You've got a telecommunications company, big old company in Texas. They've sent some people into the jungle to look for giant diamonds? Yes. So they can power the lasers that are going to run their satellites as far as I can – It's the future
0: of communication. Diamonds diamond it's
1: not what i would think but hey but bruce campbell is uh on this crew
0: mm-hmm.
1: and don't you just wish he was in the whole movie yes
0: i was like oh i don't remember this this is gonna be awesome
1: because it's this weird thing where he's kind of playing a serious part but he's still doing it in a Bruce Campbell way. Oh,
0: he's totally Bruce Campbelling it up.
1: And you just be like, oh, man, this would be an amazing movie if this was just the guy. Mm-hmm. But see, he sits down. They've discovered, like, this city or jungle or something. They found out where these diamonds are. He's with a buddy. And uh he gets something chucked at him, and it's like an eyeball. And he has a giant uh, Bruce Campbell scream. And it's amazing. And you just want him to be in the movie, but he's not. They keep holding out hope, like... He's going to be alive, maybe mm-hmm. or something. Laura Linney, we meet her. She's in Houston. She's with uh, the big, the big corporate guy. He's played by Joe Don Baker.
0: Yep. And what are they doing?
1: Well, okay. So they're like the a telecommunication, telecommunications company. It's Bruce Campbell is Joe Don Baker's son and Laura Linney's ex fiance, and she's concerned about his safety of whether he's alive or not. And Joe Don Baker doesn't seem to care that his son might be dead. He's just like, I need to get that diamond. But she's like, you promised me that you're going there. You're sending a second team to find your son. He's like, yeah, because if I find out you didn't, there's going to be trouble. You're going to regret
0: it. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. And he's all like... He tries to explain why he's not, like, feeling more concerned about his son, because he is all like, hey, I have 40,000 people working for me that depend on us finding that diamond that's going to give us this awesome communication device.
1: Which I still don't understand. No. That's why it's great. It's a
0: magic diamond that's going to help them make a super satellite slash laser gun. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. So that's the... So she starts a new team, right? Yeah. Well, so then we'd finally jump over to our, our scientists, Mm-hmm. This is Dylan Walsh and Grant Hesloff, who's his assistant. Grant Hesloff, you might recognize as, well, I don't know if people recognize him so much as he is George Clooney's producing partner. He's, oh, anything that George Clooney makes as a director or the producer, Grant Hesloff works with them. Here he is.
0: Yeah, no one knows
1: that, Tyler. That's yes, not they like do. common knowledge. Well, Grant Hesloff, everybody knows that name. No, See that
0: name. I don't know that name at all. Anyway,
1: he was more of an actor for a little while and he played guys like this. He was in like Volcano and stuff or not Volcano, Dante's Peak. There oh it is. yeah.
0: Future episode. Future Dante's episode on Peak.
1: both Volcano and Dante's Peak. Hell Thank yeah. you very much. Hell yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh they've got a special project called a gorilla that talks. <laughs> amy amy okay mm-hmm. so she does sign language and that was from the book like they had a monkey gorilla that <laughs> they're different i know uh that yeah, could, didn't you just
0: give me shit about mixing that up is that earlier? off mic i
1: don't remember i'll give you shit for whatever i want yeah uh so he, she does sign language but they've if, <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's only for the movie they're like well we don't want to like put subtitles down for sign language on this movie because you know who has time to read so we're gonna give the gorilla a device that makes the sign language turn into language. It's like a Stephen Hawking kind of deal.
0: Yeah, but it's like it's like a robotic um, arm that attaches to the arm, so it's like a sleeve, sort of. Yeah, and like a gauntlet.
1: Um, yeah, the infinity gauntlet. So then the com- what, if she,
0: what if she snaps
1: her finger? Oh my god, shut up! So
0: then the computer <laughs> can basically read her sign language, which you know is exactly what also like a human interpreter could do. Who also knows sign language? Yeah, it's So weird. it's not like she's talking.
1: But that's what they they love it though. You take they take the gorilla to uh uh like a big old presentation and mm-hmm. that's the big old deal. And she goes, Amy, pretty, Amy and she always says like Amy this, Amy that mm-hmm. Amy want oh god, this this gorilla. She gets to drink martinis, she
0: gets uh, cigarettes. That's later
1: in the movie, but yeah, this this gorilla gets to have everything, because it's funny, right, you see, to put this gorilla into, like, a human thing. Now, let me ask you a question. When you saw this gorilla, did it look like a gorilla to you? It
0: sure didn't. It looked like a little person (laughs) in a gorilla costume.
1: Now, we could have done some pretty good research and found out exactly what they did. I think it's a combination of, like, people in suits, animatronics. And Puppets. Puppets. All sorts of stuff, but they certainly didn't use any goddamn gorillas. There's not a gorilla in this movie.
0: Yep, and they didn't use any computer graphics.
1: Well, they didn't have that. Well, there's some computer graphics in this movie later. It's a little thing called lava. CGI lava. How about lasers? CG? Oh, I think they got a real lava.
0: Obviously. Actually, yeah, they filmed in a. In an active volcano area
1: do you remember how I fast that, that I lava that up the trivia do you know how fast that lava is moving through that shot? Are you kidding me
0: <laughs> no i'm not I'm not kidding you. that is
1: not real lava.
0: it's they filmed it in an active volcano area that
1: may very well may be but that is sure of shit is not real <laughs> lava. Nope.
0: I was gonna look. I remember reading that
1: it's been you you saw this movie over a week ago just admit it you don't remember what that lava looks like I'm the telling you what, volcano is look an real.
0: actual active volcano called Vulcan Arenal in Costa Rica yeah okay some shots were filmed at Vulcan Arazu in inactive volcano
1: yeah they're okay great so the lava not real <laughs> no but
0: they did shoot yeah the, the volcano little... is an actual active volcano yeah that's
1: great of course it is that's a good shot sure so gorilla is painting, painting pictures of the jungle. Painting pictures of the jungle plus... Her dreams slash nightmares. She's getting nightmares. She's getting dreams of uh, scary shit, but she's drawing pictures of a giant eyeball. hmm mm-hmm. An eyeball that's watching you. And guess who's interested in that? Tim Curry doing... He's from Ukraine? Anyway... Tim Curry's doing some kind of European accent. He's posing as a financier. He wants to... All He has an altruistic means of wanting to bring that gorilla back to Africa. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's where she belongs. And so he wants to fund this little expedition.
0: Yep, We know to, he's full of shit. Yep. Right? Yep.
1: We know he's full of shit.
0: You can tell right away he's got ulterior motives. And of
1: course, this movie has no time to stop. So we meet him. He says they're gonna do it. What's the next scene? They're getting on a plane or whatever, and they have money problems, and that's where Laura Linney, like, commandeers their, their little mission. He's like, oh, we're having a little money with, uh, we're having a little trouble with the Tim Curry money. Mm -hmm. Laura Linney steps in. For some reason, Laura Linney and Dylan, so Dylan Walsh is the other scientist guy. He just goes on to, like, nip tuck and all that stuff. But for some reason, right off the bat, and by the way, Dylan Walsh is rocking some mighty fine curly hair. It's (sighs) just a mop on his head. He could be a muppet. Yep. Which is fun. I think, but right off the bat, Laura Linney, Dylan Walsh, for some reason, they just don't like each other mm-hmm. because they have to have some kind of uh, conflict, but there's really no reason for it. Like at all. <laughs> They're just kind of pissy toward each other mm-hmm. right away. And Amy, the gorilla feeds off this, right? Cause they get on the plane and she's like, woman, ugly woman. And that's when you are like later in the movie. You're like, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Is there two women that talk to each other? And I said, <laughs> yeah. The gorilla calls Laura Linney ugly woman. Yeah. That counts, sure, doesn't it?
0: Well, is she calling her ugly because she's jealous of her potential play on her man?
1: No, she wants to get away from moped. She wants to go to Africa. She's some real gorillas. You know, she don't care about old Dylan Walsh. She's a means to the end. She's she, this is her play, man. She's like, oh, I'm having nightmares. I'm going to go to the uh, jungle, which I mean. She really Does she want to rethink that decision once they get there? Because, good lord, there's a volcano that's going off. All the gorillas are mean. There's evil monster gorillas. Uh, there's hippo attacks. It's amazing. Okay.
0: Okay, here's what I found out about Amy the gorilla. Great. While you were talking. Good job.
1: <laughs> You're uh, just filling in time for you.
0: Yeah, way to go. Director Marshall admits, this is in the Sun Sentinel art, uh, paper, Okay. Um, almost with pride that there isn't one real gorilla in the movie, I called Stan Winston, he said succinctly. Who's Stan Winston?
1: Stan Winston, famous uh, puppeteer, did a uh, lots of great things in yes. the Jurassic Park dinosaurs. And
0: I told him I couldn't make the movie unless we could have close-ups of Amy. Since Winston won Oscars for creating the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park yep. and the Queen Alien and aliens, it was only a yep. matter of working it out. When you see Amy in the film, you're actually seeing two 19-year-old women gymnasts take their turns in a gorilla suit. When you see a close-up of Amy, the expressions are produced by 27 motors inside, operated by remote control. Charles Horton, keeper of primates at the Atlanta Zoo, claims that the final look is quite authentic, Tyler. He, after all, was the technical assistant for the film. Horton nixed the early test for Emmy because the teeth were entirely too large. They looked like an adult male. Then in other tests, she looked too much like a chimpanzee, not a gorilla. Gorillas do have arched eyebrows, so we could use those for expression. Um, and then it just goes on about more details. So, so there you go. No was,
1: real gorillas. Well, no, of course not. Uh, two small gymnasts
0: Yeah, in, that's, in what, and that's what
1: I was thinking. I was watching it. I was like, you know what that looks like? A 19-year-old gymnast in there. <laughs> But uh, yeah, well,
0: I mean, that explains it.
1: I never thought that. Now, that being said, I don't necessarily think it looks bad. No, like it it looks okay. It's not like a distracting thing. Like I just accept that it's like. I know it's not a real gorilla, but yeah. I also because it's already talking and is wearing an infinity gauntlet. Like, I, it's fine. Like, it, it's I appreciate just, the effort. It's just like this is the movie we're watching. You know, like it doesn't matter. It's, really, it's, it's giving it a good try. It's fine. It's a real thing. It's it not could a CGI be leap. Glop. That's what's important, right?
0: It could be worse. Considering they did like facial close-ups. With her
1: yeah that work is fine it looks okay I
0: mean she's actually like moving her It face. reminds me
1: of those uh you know those movies where monkeys are playing baseball a little bit although of course in those movies they use real monkeys and stuff so that's always yeah. good yeah you watch more movies playing with monkeys playing baseball with Matt LeBlanc called ah uh, no you don't want to watch that movie it's no. Matt LeBlanc no and a ta- monkey no focus up did not we
0: talk about this movie in a previous episode <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so this movie's just like we gotta get this thing moving, right? So we gotta because we got another main character to introduce, right? We get to Africa. Well then we don't even get to we meet do we meet Joey Pants before we meet Ernie Hudson or do we meet Ernie Hudson before we meet Journey, Joey Pants? I don't remember. I, oh yeah, because Joey Pants fires the guy. So Dylan Walsh, Mop Head, he wants to hire some guide to go into the Congo or whatever to deliver Amy, right? Joe Joey Pants, Joe Panagliano, he shows up. It's basically a cameo. You know Joe Panagliano. From The Matrix, mm-hmm. you know him from Bad Boys, you know him from Memento, you know him from lots of things. It's Joey Pants. Mm-hmm. We love Joey Pants. Yeah, he's just here. It's almost like he's just doing it as a favor, right? I think yeah. he was actually credited in the movie, but he's in like a scene and a half. And man, he's wearing like he's wearing like a Hawaiian. He's just, oh yeah, he's having a great old time. Open hawaiian shirt. talking about how like and it's all just this rant of, like africa's real unstable <laughs> new regime change i don't even know what it's so they name other countries that they go into but i think this first stop i don't recall them ever saying like what country they're in because i think they're trying to avoid being like yeah this country is the one that's unstable i think they're trying to at least be like somewhat respectful and not like have a real country being unstable and having military coups at the time so i mean i guess that's good but i'm not sure yeah it's like generic African country, but at least they're not naming a name or whatever, because listen let's they're be not naming a name they're not they're not naming like a country and being like, "Oh yeah, Uganda, they suck. You know what I mean? Like they're just making it like where they're having this military violence. Yeah. They're not saying like, this Rwanda. country has problems, right? Yeah, I mean, we but the get movie it. is called. Congo because that's where we go with the monkey but see that's on un- it's kind of unclear about where exactly they're going and this is is, is this before it's like Congo is the Democratic Republic of Congo I'm not sure I
0: feel like Zaire was mentioned in the movie
1: Yeah they go to a few there's a few countries that are Zaire named when they're used not
0: used to be DR Congo De- Democratic Republic of Congo
1: And there was the Congo is like a more the people say the Congo as like a general term of like there's the congo. Oh,
0: we're going to get in trouble. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, hold and, on. But there's it used to it's a different it's a different country than it was before. Sure. Right? Sure. Okay, why are you giving me that face? It doesn't matter. Joey Pants, they're getting him from the airport, they're trying to get to another plane or another thing, right? There's some explosions going on in the background. I mean, this movie's just like there's no time to stop for anything. This
0: movie is very much like Africa is a dangerous place. Oh
1: yeah, that's the whole premise of this movie. Like, don't go here. <laughs> Africa is a dangerous place, it's, especially for
0: white people.
1: This is, this is not like uh, when Adam's what's that movie where Adam Sandler went to Africa and was just like, "We're going on vacation." Well, that's we a bought a movies. zoo. No, Adam Sandler. <laughs> that was a joke. Okay. Uh, anyway, wasn't
0: that Matt Damon movie in Africa?
1: We, we, we bought, bought a zoo? zoo. Maybe
0: South Africa or something. I thought. I don't know.
1: Nah, no, I don't remember. He played a, uh, a, a rugby guy in South Africa in another movie. You did? Yeah. Invictus.
0: Keep talking. <laughs> I'm looking up where we bought his shoes then, because now I'm curious. Why would I think it's Africa that's so specific and random? What
1: are we talking about? Shut up. <laughs> okay, so they get in a truck. They've got to get across some border... And that's where we finally meet Ernie Hudson as our major guide, right? uh Now, what's his name? You have it in front of you. Come on. You're looking up this. You're going to give me the name of the guy? Which guy? Really? I'm talking about Ernie Hudson. Captain Monroe Kelly. Oh, my God. So... Is that who we're talking about? Oh, my God. Ernie Hudson. My so man. So great. He's so cool. My man.
0: Oh, he's so great.
1: Winston, Ghostbusters. We love him, right? But this, as he said in interviews before, that this, well, he sits on the IMDb, so, you know, take that for a grain of salt. This is his favorite role ever. hmm And why do you think that is? Because be- he gets to be awesome, and he gets to have a fun accent. He gets to have what I believe I Googled to try to find out what the name of this uh, accent is, and I believe we're trying to say that it's British. Uh-huh. Is it a British accent? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> it is an accent,
1: though. It's an accent. It's not just... Uh, it's just supposed to be, like...
0: Well, well I was gonna...
1: <laughs> what you got playing
0: there? I was gonna play it, because we had it loaded up, and then a stupid fucking YouTube commercial just started.
1: We're really firing on all cylinders on this episode.
0: Shut up. <laughs> okay, I'll play it on mute until it's ready.
1: Okay, great. But he's got some kind of accent, and it's amazing, because I don't know what it is, but it's real fun. And it's, he's just, he's having, he just wishes this was a starring role. He wishes he was, this is an Indiana Jones thing that would last six or seven movies because he is just having a ball with this thing. He's mugging, smiling. It's great. Do you have a clip?
0: Yeah, you know I did. I had it all fired up and then I lost it somehow.
1: Well, is it fired up now? Yes. Are you ready? Yes, I want it. I want it now in my ears. Okay. Where the fuck isn't it playing? Come on, man. You're killing me. Monroe Kelly, I'm your great white hunter for this trip, though I happen to be black.
0: How bad is this news for us?
1: Well, whenever the leadership of one of these little central African countries comes into question, they tend to just murder everybody. Oh, my God. Not really. They live for the opportunity to settle scores, and they've got a lot of scores to settle. It's like what's going on in the Congo. Things are pretty bad in the Congo right now. We heard. There's the Kargania pissed off can't blame them. 20th century sucks. Maybe the 21st will be better. You're some kind of criminal, aren't you? Aren't we all? Aren't we all? So, I mean, that's a great clip to choose because it really gives you an idea of the dialogue in this movie. which
0: Fucking fantastic. Which is
1: on fire. This (laughs) is just dynamite. Like, everybody is talking in, like, what they are seeming to be... It's all quippy. It's very quippy, but it's not like sharp <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i would agree with that
1: <laughs> but man is it entertaining because it, it's just every line of dialogue is like well no human would say it like that so they are referring to congo as a country at least in the congo we're calling that a country but see it's unclear where they are at this point they yeah. name some other countries yeah. later but it's unclear where they are because why not but man I, ernie hudson i think makes this movie this movie works uh, well, it doesn't work, but... <laughs> but the parts that are awesome are awesome because of him. Except for... Bruce Campbell? One more wonderful thing, but because they get stopped in this truck. And before they actually get to go on their adventure into the jungle, we get to meet a true, ama- truly amazing cameo, uncredited cameo by... Delroy Lindo.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. Delroy Lindo arrives in this movie. 90s stalwart Delroy Lindo. He's on The Good Fight on the CBS All Access, which I would watch because I'm a good wife fan, but I don't have CBS All Access because I'm not. I don't know. Why, who has CBS All Access? Yeah. Nobody has CBS no. All Access. I want to watch that show, but I can't watch it because it's on CBS All Access. Delroy Lindo, he is a military general. He has stopped them. He wants some money. And he gets to just sit down in a room with our main characters Mm -hmm. and just deliver some just amazing – what an amazing performance. This is my favorite part of the movie. And I love Ernie Hudson in the movie, but Delroy Lindo is my favorite part of the movie. Um, He sees Tim Curry. Mm -hmm. He knows Tim Curry. Mm -hmm. And he calls him a bag of shit. But not just like that. He sits him down. And he looks at him. He says, this guy's a bag of shit. And they go, excuse me, what are you talking about? I said, and he goes, this fellow is a big bag of shit. One every word, just period, right after. Mm -hmm, I love it. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, my God, I love it. Are we going to find the clip? Is there a clip of that?
0: Oh, you didn't tell me to get prepped for that.
1: Put it in later. (laughs) Put a clip in Adele Roy Lindo delivering this performance. Because... He does some great stuff. He wants money, right? And Laura Linney's prepared for this. Because Laura Linney, she's prepared for everything in this movie. They pack everything. Including, at one point, a hot air balloon, to which Joey Pants is like, you don't need that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) don't worry.
0: Oh, God, I forgot there was a hot air balloon scene. We'll
1: we'll factor that into the movie later. Uh, That lack of a hot air balloon comes into play. But... uh, she's prepared for everything including paying off these uh, generals and whatnot and uh so she gives him money and he goes more i love it everything is so great and then when he gets the money he puts it in a paper bag he gets out a stapler yeah he does get out this <laughs> stapler and he starts closing he goes don't want anybody
0: peeking." oh my god i forgot about that oh my god it's so funny why? Why? Who wrote that? If
1: they get... I, to me, it seems like it was like, Delroy, come was on in. Is that in
0: the Michael Crichton book? No. Well,
1: don't, don't, don't want, want
0: anybody, anybody pick. picking.
1: I don't know. I like to think that Delroy Lindo came in and they're just like, look, whatever you want to do.
0: <laughs> At some point, can you give me some
1: cash in a paper bag and let me staple it? Yeah. And I'm be like, like, I don't I need-
0: <laughs> want anybody
1: picking. Because listen, like... Was it in the script or did Del Rolando come on the say, like, it got to like the set dresser, the production designer was like, Hey, I'm going to need a stapler <laughs> and a paper bag. Get me a stapler and a paper bag. That's my, my, I got a plan. I don't have any backing knowledge of this, but my narrative of this event was that Del Rolando came in. They're like, look, do whatever you want. Bring your own props. Maybe he brought his own stapler <laughs> and his own bag Probably. to put this money in. I just love it. I wish the movie, I wish we'd get a spinoff of. Ernie Hudson (laughs) squaring off against Del Rey Lindo over. Yeah, I'm gonna write this movie, and it's gonna be. Are
0: they all alive still?
1: Del Rey Lindo and Ernie Hudson. Yeah, yeah, of course they are.
0: Well, Ernie Hudson's getting kind of up there, so I
1: don't know. He's he's the three of our four Ghostbusters that are still alive. Don't Mm -hmm. worry. We have to
0: write that movie quick.
1: What? Ernie Hudson's fine. Don't don't speak ill of Ernie Hudson or Del Rey Lindo. They're fine. Don't you? Don't you do that with Del Rey Lindo or Ernie Hudson.
0: Anyway, so what happened? Look happens? at my face. I
1: see you. Don't You're do that. Quite upset with me. Don't do it. You leave these two men alone.
0: So they go into the jungle, <laughs> some crazy shit no, happens. No, they don't
1: go in the jungle. That's because this movie's amazing. They're like, we need to go to the jungle, but wait, we need to get on an airplane first, right? We get on an airplane, and then they're like, oh shit. Now the people are firing some rock uh, heat-seeking missiles at us. What is this fucking movie? <laughs> it's amazing, <laughs>
0: because everything this, happens. This movie's like everything in the kitchen sink exactly no wonder you like it so much it's like a skillet it's got fucking everything
1: yeah it's like a little goulash they're throwing in as much as possible giving you some quippy dialogue you're giving me some cameos from our favorite 90s actors you're giving me heat-seeking missiles talking animals and by the way everything that happens ernie hudson is just like not surprised and is seemingly prepared he's just like Oh, yeah. Oh, they're shooting at us. He's like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, well, of course yeah. they are. I knew that was going to happen. I thought we'd get a little bit further, but oh well.
0: But here we are.
1: So then, but no. Also, who's a Another cool cucumber? plane
0: gets blown out of the sky, doesn't it? Later. They? Yes, later. Not at that time. No. And then it crashes. I didn't not want to pay paying attention.
1: Not yet. Not yet.
0: Do you want to do this episode without me?
1: Not. <laughs> yet.
0: Like, I did it. Because you know who me. else is
1: resourceful is Laura Lenny. She's prepared for everything. She knows that these heat seeking uh, missiles that they're getting shot with. You know what will work against those to stop them. Flare gun.
0: Flare gun. So she starts shooting
1: flare guns out. And Ernie Hudson's like, hey, give me some of that action. You don't get to be a badass without me. We get two badasses in this movie. Three if you count the gorillas. The one gorilla, Amy. Ugly woman. <laughs> what a diss.
0: Oh, my God. You just sound like our friend Jonah just
1: now. <laughs> you suck, Laura Lenny. I like Laura Lenny, but that, she gets some serious shade from that gorilla. It's great. Yeah. But anyway, you get this great shot of... Both Ernie Hudson and Laura Linning like, lining up, watching the missile. They're following the missile with their arms with the flare gun. And then they shoot it out and they blow that shit right up, right? Problem solved, right? No. We got a parachute out of this motherfucker. They got parachutes. Gorilla Amy, they give him a... She gives him a sedative with a... Or Ernie Hudson's got... He's got shit for everything. He has sedatives for that gorilla. Mm-hmm. Stuck that in the banana. Ready mm-hmm. to go. Takes that gorilla around uh, his arms. Calls her Darlin. Love it. Oh. Did I. God. Was I
0: asleep for this? Because I do not remember the gorilla parachuting out of the <laughs> <What>? fucking plane. <laughs> what is. What are you talking about?
1: Ernie Hudson, star of <laughs> Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and Congo, has a scene where his stunt double jumps out of an airplane with a gorilla. With puppet. a 19
0: year old gymnast in his No, it's clearly suit. like a. It's a
1: stuffed animal at this point. But it's a. And what's. what's another thing I appreciate about this movie. It's 1995. This is just film shit of people jumping out of an airplane. That's We're fantastic. We're really fucking do it in this thing. Like, I Go. love it. Everybody's Tom Cruise in this world. We'll yeah. do the stunts, and we like that. I mean, yeah. the, the actors aren't doing it, but we get the real shit. God, I love that shit. <laughs> so <laughs> then the plane blows up. They, everybody gets on the ground, right? So one plane blown up. That's one of two. There's going to be a second plane. plane blowing up. Plane. Right. It gets blown up. They, but they parachute out of it. Oh, no okay. problem.
0: Missed that. Fell asleep.
1: Everybody's fine. You know who else is in this movie that we haven't mentioned yet? <laughs> 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 Mr. Echo. Oh, yeah. I love him. Mr. Echo from Lost. Yeah. He is like Ernie Hudson's secondhand man, kind of. He speaks maybe five lines and obviously doesn't survive the movie. But, but fun
0: fact. Yeah. Another character from Lost is who we named our daughter after. Sawyer. Sawyer. Yeah. So we love Lost. So if you didn't watch Lost, And then fun fact, you. No, we I'm named sorry. our fourth
1: kid after Mr. Echo. We just call him Mr. Echo.
0: We should have. That would have been awesome. <laughs> we so, should name a dog after that.
1: Maybe, but isn't it weird because spoilers for Lost, like Mr. Echo does get, get killed by a smoke monster. Yeah. So would maybe that be not like... pick a guy that got killed did so- Sawyer didn't end up getting Sawyer, killed. It's so weird to say
0: Sawyer without thinking of our Sawyer now.
1: Now, but you got to think about that. Josh Holloway, mm-hmm. that hair, that greasy yeah. island hair, reading a book.
0: He's calling so people with
1: nicknames. Short round, ra- was that a Short Round was what? No, Ali, that's one. <laughs> what the fuck? No, I think he calls uh what's his name? Short Round once because he's obviously just goes off of stereotypes. Ethnic he's stereotype. He likes to be a dick. Love it. He's great. In that show. Anyway, Mr. So Echo's Mr. in this. Echo movie. is
0: also really great in Lost. He is.
1: Uh, decidedly less impactful in this movie. Just kind of around. Yeah. But he's in there. And also spoiler alert, doesn't survive. No, he because he doesn't. I mean, look look, spoilers for Congo. Nobody's really survives except for the gorilla and our three leads. <laughs> That's it.
0: Do we even know who any of the other characters are? Who cares?
1: Grant Hesloff. I don't know who that superstar is. Superstar Grant Hesloff. I do
0: who that is, Tyler. It's
1: Grant Hesloff. He's an he's a character in this movie in that he's always worried. He doesn't want to be left alone and then of course he bites it even though he doesn't he doesn't even want to be there. He's like, "I shouldn't have even be here today." He's like a clerk's. Stop looking at me like that.
0: <laughs> God, my allergies are so bad right now. I could just scratch my eyeballs out.
1: Hey, great everybody will love listening to that part of this podcast oh my god
0: shut up you're so mean to me yeah
1: okay um
0: having trouble focusing that's why i'm just telling you be nice because you don't remember this movie i also don't remember this movie because we watched it like two weeks ago why we started recording this podcast four days ago and then we picked up to finish it i don't even know what we're talking about
1: we are, the point is, is that we're really good at this. Fuck this yeah. This is, this is a, st-
0: <laughs> we're going to be like top 10 podcasts of the, of the year, of our podcast, top 10 episodes of the year. This is definitely going to be yeah, in it.
1: This is going to be on there. Congo. You know what I love about podcasts though, is that <laughs> anything you read about podcasts are just like, just pump them out, man. They, like even the people that are successful, I was like, it doesn't matter. Just do a, if you can just do like five a week, great. It doesn't matter if they're good. Pump them out. Pump them out. Get your friends to give you a five star review on i i iTunes. Yeah. Or whatever. iTunes is that a thing anymore? Do we talk about this already? Oh my god. Okay. So we're
0: <laughs> we're over an hour into our this and episode. we haven't even gotten to the hippos. Oh my god. Can you just okay? It's tea time with Tyler. Hippos. <laughs> it's tea time with Tyler. You have thirty seconds approximately until I finish filling up my coffee to explain the rest of this plot. (laughs) I can't. It's impossible. It's
1: impossible. It's a challenge. It's impossible.
0: Okay, are you ready? And I'm not even out of my coffee, but I just want to see how fast you can hit the highlights. I'm going to put my glasses on. Are you ready? Okay. Here we go. Oh, no, I'm not. They're very dirty. Very dirty glasses. Okay. Hold on. I'm opening my coffee. It is tea time with Tyler, and I've already given you a heads up. So, Tyler, in the amount of time it takes me to fill up this coffee... What is the remaining highlight plot points of Congo?
1: They get on a boat. Hippos attack them. It's really awesome. They see another plane that's in the sky. It gets blown up by missiles. They're like, oh, shit. They walk by the wreckage. They notice that it's the team that Laura Lenny they send a backup crew. They're like, oh, shit. They arrive on the, oh, no, before that, they see some uh, gorillas. Amy tries to talk to them. They're like, fuck you, Amy. We don't like your talking device. You're not fucking... In, uh, Infinity Gauntlet, get the fuck out of here. They get, come across the Giant City, they're real excited about that. Grant Hesloff's like, don't leave me, I'm not going in there. So then him and some other guy that gets left behind. They go into the thing, they look at the hieroglyphics, they say that the hieroglyphics are attacked, the, the monkeys were trained by the people that live there. They, were trained to be aggressive. Grant hesloff and the guy that he's left with, who he makes a racist comment about. He's like, "Oh, that's an interesting name from wherever you're from." He's like, "You ever been from where I'm from?" He's like, "No." He's like, "How the fuck would you know where I'm?" From? That's an interesting name or whatever, mm-hmm. asshole. That guy gets killed because we don't care about that guy, but we want to point out that Grant hesloff's a racist. That's why it's okay when he runs in <laughs> and he's apparently killed. Holy shit! I completely forgot about the ghost tribe. We have to go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. We're not even to the scary monkeys yet. We have to go back to the scary ghost tribe.
0: Okay. oh, You did pretty good.
1: I'm not at the end, and we didn't talk about the ghost tribe. You
0: tried to include too many details. Ghost
1: tribe. Ghost tribe. What the fuck? Okay, this
0: is where the movie gets
1: really racist. Is it racist? Let's play our favorite game on this show called Is It Racist?
0: Is it racist?
1: Is it racist? They come across (laughs) uh, some people that live in the jungle. They're a tribe. They're, I think they called them the ghost tribe because they got a bunch of white shit all over their face. Probably guano, right? Because it's bat guano white, as we learned in Ace Ventura when hatred calls. Future episode. Is that made up? Did I make that part up? That movie's probably a little bit racist, too, but probably not as bad Did as the you troubling aspect do of it. just do a
0: look. line of cocaine? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> what do you think's worse? Ace Ventura, with all the transgender... Uh, problematic aspects in the climax of that movie or probably some of the racism that goes on in the second one set in africa or is there much racism in it i'll
0: tell you which one's worse okay and this is why it's worse okay um east venture is worse because at the end of the day we still care more about white people than black people so are you saying that
1: as yourself that you care you personally care more about uh, white people no
0: we as america we as a culture we and so you white agree, American culture. And what you're saying
1: is that you agree with that because you're a huge racist. <laughs> is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying.
1: I'm just trying to clarify. I'm trying <laughs> to get your position on things.
0: I'm just saying black people will always be ranked at the bottom in fucking America.
1: Are, and you agree with that? No. I
0: don't <laughs> well, really
1: then why are you, that? That? are you saying that? You're uh, saying that, no, the first one's more problematic. Which one? We're not talking about Ace Ventura. We'll do another episode. We'll do both of them. How about that? <laughs> Let's talk about the ghost tribe in Congo. Wait,
0: hold on. Go roll back. What was, what, what was your question? Which is more racist?
1: No, which one's more inappropriate now? Because ra- it's not, a, in a, it's not which racist. Which is more discriminating? Which is more problematic in 2019? Ace Ventura 1 with the transgender issues that occurs at the end of that movie – Or Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, which is set in Africa, and Ace Ventura is just hop, skip, and jumpin' around the African culture.
0: Oh. Uh, Which one included a hate crime?
1: I don't know. (laughs) Didn't
0: the first one was not kinda hate crime-y, a little bit?
1: Well, no, but there's a part where they're all freaked out by a guy who's dressed as a girl, and that they're, like, they all get, like, visibly sick over.
0: Yeah. I don't know which is worse. I don't. I don't
1: remember Ace Ventura. I think Ace Ventura when Nature Calls is more uh, the more uh, PC movie. Believe probably.
0: it probably, probably. Okay, so the Ghost Tribe.
1: <laughs> right. They uh, say the guy. I think Ernie Hudson or someone in his group knows clip. what he speaks. Uh-huh. They found a white man in the jungle, and they're all thinking it might be Bruce Campbell, or at least Laurel and he is. So they're going to go check this out and then what we see is this tribe performing some kind of ritual uh to i don't know revive him
0: i guess yep something like that you have a clip yeah let's roll it okay are you ready yep Ernie Hudson um, explaining what they're doing. There's... But...
1: There's no way to tell if it's racist, at least not with the information we have.
0: What I find racist about it Uh is that... Americans watch a movie like this, and then they're like, "I know what Africa's like. I've seen that movie." They just chant attra- and people drop in the around. jungle. All they do is put that makeup on their face and trump around. They all just live out in the jungle in tribes.
1: I, I think that's the that's idea: is what... that we can just we can get away with whatever we want. This is my I I don't know if it's racist <laughs> because I don't know if what they're doing is based on a real ritual, if it's based on a real language, or as I'm a fearing. Because I haven't found any information on the internet otherwise that they're just like, hey, can you come up? Can you guys come up with a cool-sounding chant? Great, thanks. Great.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know if it's intentionally racist, but I think it contributes to dumb, dumb motherfuckers being racist. Well,
1: the movie's very much just like, Africa sucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: and, and if you're, like, intelligent, you know that, that, that this is a movie. Right. Whereas I think some people are like, this is documentary.
1: And that's not to say that there are not, like, problem areas or that, yes, that things are great. that
0: there aren't pieces of truth in whatever. Right. But whatever.
1: it's weird. But I'll tell you what's more interesting about this scene is that the dead guy turns out to be a John Hawks, Oscar nominee, future Oscar nominee John Hawks, most notably of, like, Deadwood fame.
0: Was he ever? No, he wasn't in Lost ever, was he? Uh... I was thinking of uh, what's-his-name, the crazy scientist guy. Long hair, Faraday. That's
1: oh, so yeah. Jeff Fahey. Sure, yeah. sure. I get you. Yeah. I get what you're saying. They
0: both got that similar look. God, Lost had a lot of awesome
1: people on it. Okay, but John Hawks is in this thing for like a second, right? But this is the thing that happens in this movie that I have to ask you about. Because he comes alive. He wakes up, apparently, mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. for days of being dead, apparently. I don't know, right? He seemingly is very scared. He sees Amy... And he loses his mind, screams like crazy, and dies. <laughs> and dies? Dies of fear, I guess is what we're saying. My heart attack? I heart don't attack know. of being scared. It comes back around because poor Grant Hesloff. <laughs> who? I'm not sure. We don't know who the fuck that I'm is. I'm not sure exactly what happens to him. He is runs into the tomb after he's been left with the other guy that he turns out, you know, make, you know, insults. Mm-hmm. He, like, grabs uh, the crew or whatever. He's got a little blood on him, mm-hmm. but he's running around. Yeah. So, he, I mean, he can't be that injured. He's, alive. he's not spilling guts everywhere, right? He couldn't run that fast. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think it seems to suggest that he's also been scared to death. Mm-hmm. And that's a second death where he's been scared to death. Yep. These white people are dropping like fives at the mere sight of gorillas.
0: They're, they're, they're scary gorillas. Are they? Or are they just more 19-year-old gymnasts? In
1: costumes
0: I think it's because It's like there's some Like Some voodoo shit Going on as well Is that what you're Thinking
1: of suggestion Is like there's some There's some like Spiritual Scary Because Tim Curry later Like translated some of Those hieroglyphics And it's only in the movie for the trailer, which is like, I translated some of those hieroglyphics. This is my Ukrainian accent. Really?
0: Because that <laughs> sounds spot on, man. You
1: are. Let me see is if it I could,
0: racist? Let me
1: see if I can do it with Boston accent together. I don't know why, but just for fun. Uh I translated the hieroglyphics. No, my. <laughs> no not good.
0: No, not good.
1: You are. Dude did The Departed earlier. Uh He says, we are watching you and we learned later that that's like they they discovered that they or they the idea is that these are the, the people wrote down telling the gorillas we're watching you so even though we're going to train you to be vicious beasts we're watching you we could fuck you up yep. well the gorillas later we I mean we skipped over the fact there's some fucking scary gorillas guarding this uh this city this lost city yep and they are I'll give them a I I think the gorillas these bad gorillas look pretty good they look kind of scary right Yep, They got fucked up faces, they're bones like sticking out. Color.
0: They're a different color. they scary.
1: They got some scariness to them. There's clearly like maybe two gymnasts stacked on top of each other running the the machine maybe. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit scary, right? We get – uh, so they're introduced briefly. We see them kind of just for a second after poor Grant Hesloff, uh, Oscar winner Gra- Grant Hesloff. Is he an Oscar winner or just a nominee? I'm trying I don't to think. know. He's been nominated all those times with George Clooney, but I don't think he's ever won. Did they win for writing good luck? Good night and good luck. Jesus, stay focused. I don't know. I'm trying to think about we're that.
0: We're hitting a minute. Uh, hour 15. Stay focused. This
1: movie's amazing. Okay, so then we get the scene that's just straight out of Aliens, whereas, like, we get, a, like, a yeah. radar. Yeah. And they're like, we've got some perimeter, perimeter guns going, and we're going to fire them. Because this Laurel Linney, man, she's a telecommunications spy, but she's got, like, these automatic weapons uh perimeter things this is a high-tech company yep this is like skynet which is maybe another tie into like james Ooh, cameron directing uh-huh. aliens because this movie this this scene is just straight out of aliens it's yeah. like the scene where the aliens are attacking the the crew and these gorillas are just attacking we get some uh, pretty fun little shots of uh the gorillas going ape shit great stuff this movie's got everything
0: when you, do Alien you remember scenes. watching it when you were younger, and did this part scare you? Uh,
1: the gorillas? I yeah. was I mean, no, because, like, Jurassic Park, two years prior, I mean, I was a little young, age eight or nine, to see that, and those raptors scared the fuck out of me, right? Yeah. But I loved the movie, and I watched the movie a bunch, and I, like, I got over... I got, like, the creature feature scares out of me anymore. Yeah. There were some future movies that would scare me, because they were, like, straight-up horror movies, but, like... No. And I had read the books. So I knew that there was, like, bad... So, no, I wasn't scared by them. Also, it's just not a well-directed movie, and there's no real, like, sequences in which they're, like, are meant to be uh, threatening. They're just kind of meant to be action scenes. Like, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's aliens. It's not a, a scene from Alien, which is more of a horror movie. It's an action movie scene, like, aliens. So, that no, this movie is never trying to be scary, I don't think. Was trying to be trying everything.
0: Was this trying to be, like, an Indiana Jones movie?
1: It's trying to be an adventure movie where everything in the possible, any problem that could possibly happen in Africa happens because this movie has everything they want to give you. Yeah, it's Indiana Jones, it's Jurassic Park, it's all of those things. It's like, think about who made this. It's Frank Marshall, who's, his best bud is Steven Spielberg. He's like, fuck, I could do that. He could do, oh, you did Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park? What if I did it all at once, motherfucker? Oh, who's the best now, Steven? I am the best. I'm the best now. And then Steven Spielberg's just laughing in the corner. Like, shit, you're fucking worse than George uh, Lucas at this shit, man. <laughs> just laughing away. I bet he's having a good time laughing at these motherfuckers. Anyway. Amy runs off. Who cares? Uh, they go in deeper into the temple. <laughs> not, not a lot of these guys are left at this point. No, there's a lot. They go into the... It's, it seems like an arena. This is a great set. Yeah. This is admittedly like a fun set for a, a final set piece. And they know it because they're just like, we'll set everything right here. There's giant diamonds on the ground. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere. And there, it's like an arena where like there's a bunch of holes and then like like cave openings. And what I find odd about this sequence is like they're walking in there. They know there's gorillas everywhere. Uh-huh. Their first alert is not like oh, fuck. We should not be in this room. Yep. <laughs> there's going to be a hundred of these things coming like, at us. We're
0: clearly in a disadvantage. Maybe point. we'll go
1: find some other diamonds somewhere else. Even Tim Curry should be like, this is the bad place to be.
0: No, he's scurrying around picking up all these diamonds, getting idiot. all excited. Like, pick him up, put him in my backpack.
1: No, not good. This is when all of our people that don't have names get killed, including Mr. Echo. Although Ernie Hudson does take an extra second to like look at him longingly, like oh my buddy, Mr. Echo's dead. Yep. But oh man, all these gorillas just completely just thrash the rest of these guys, right? Yep. Uh, Tim Curry, including Tim Curry, gets cornered by several of them, and it doesn't show it, but it it's kind of vicious. Like it shows the scary gorilla's face close up. He gets like a is it a rock or is it just his hands? It's implied that he just crushes the Tim Curry's skull in. Yeah, that's that. I would say that's a little bit disturbing. I, pretty I, dark. I, yeah. I think previously, when I was younger, I thought that and the eyeball that uh, Bruce Campbell sees when his friend gets it, uh, it was a little disturbing. Yep. Now that's just hilarious. Yep. Because <laughs> it's just an eyeball that Bruce Campbell's reacting to. Plus, you know, Bruce Campbell now he's like, oh, he's laughing. Blood yes. guts. It's amazing. Yes. I didn't know that when I was... It, no. no. Totally. Didn't know that in 95. Not very well, anyway. I mean, I, Army of Darkness came out around then, but I hadn't seen it yet. Come on. Mm-hmm. And then Laura <laughs> This movie's got
0: everything. I hope that the next scene you're about to describe, and, and I'm reading this article from a long time ago, someone writes uh, that they hope that when Laura Linney dies that her Oscar memorial reel shows <laughs> a single image of her zapping... Super gorillas with a laser gun. Tell me about the laser gun. She finds crates. Bruce
1: Campbell in the other room. He's dead. Yep. But she's one he's of them. Like, has a, he's
0: like, uh... what's it called? When you start,
1: he's decomposing. De- he's decomposing, dead. I, I, like, I, I, what's so funny about this is like we had, like why, like the whole movie we're like holding out. Hope they or left something.
0: a cliffhanger. Like, who is he alive? Is he but, dead? But I mean, obviously he's dead. Obviously. Well, I mean, I didn't remember Congo was like, I don't know, maybe he's gonna pop out and be alive somewhere.
1: I wish that movie. That movie way way bad. cooler. And then he'd be, like, stand up and see her and be like, oh, give me some sugar, baby. That would be amazing.
0: Yes. So, hey, Laura Lenny finds him dead.
1: She gets the laser. This is when she's like, hold hold them off for me, guys. <laughs> like, oh, okay, where are you going? She goes and gets the- She calls. Is that right then or is that after? It's after.
0: It's after. Okay. Okay,
1: but she knows. She's got a plan for everything. She's
0: so goddamn she smart. She's like,
1: hey, if we find these uh diamonds, I'll be able to use this giant laser machine. So, yeah. great, we found the diamonds. Hold on, let me look at the giant laser. And let
0: me, like, calibrate it appropriately Holy shit. via the, the laptop. So
1: meanwhile, all these people are dead. They could have just, like, maybe, I don't know. Ran? Like, ran away. I don't know. It seemed like they were cornered. They were They trapped. couldn't get out, right? Yeah. So, so she then- turns
0: her diamond into a laser gun. Mm-hmm. And then she just starts fucking. No, no, no.
1: Wait. She says something first. Oh, what did she say? She's like... What are you going to do? Or, like, something like that. I don't know what exactly what the setup is, but she goes, put them on the endangered species list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she blows them the fuck up with her laser gun. Yes. If
1: she gets a, a, a lifetime achievement anywhere, this must be the scene yes. that it culminates on. Holy yes. shit. Also, like, I mean, what else is it going to be, Laura you Your scene where you're interacting with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the sequel of the Michael Bay monstrosity? Yeah, because
0: that's all fuck. she's ever filmed, no, Tyler.
1: No, I don't. Look, I like Laura Lenny, I'm just saying, like... This is this this is the scene.
0: Yeah. So she blows up all the fucking angry oh, monster. And a good,
1: it's a good thing because oh no, because Amy comes back before that because Dylan Walsh mophead is he's fucked. He's been surrounded. But then like, uh, Amy comes in oh, yeah. with her infinity gauntlet and she's like, back off, gorilla bad, ugly gorillas, ugly gorillas, go away, go and away. She's
0: like little and they're like giant and then they're like oh. ah! They're oh, like a talking a gorilla. Oh, really talking Ooh. gorilla. I'm, af- I'm afraid.
1: Yeah, no. And they all,
0: like, be- there's, like, 20 of them surrounding him, and they all back but off. But it's
1: good enough to, like, get the laser gun ready. To
0: buy the time. And then,
1: scary. as if we forgot to mention, there's been earthquakes going on, and the volcanoes erupting. Yes. <laughs> also volcanoes. And they've got to run, because now the volcano is erupting so much that there's just, like... Uh, Aladdin-level Cave of Wonders wall of lava coming at them. Yeah,
0: they gotta outrun the fucking lava And usually,
1: look, I've seen those I have not seen uh, uh, the Hawaii uh, volcanoes in person, but I've seen video and the lava moves mm, slower. (laughs) It's not moving as fast. You
0: know, this is a dramatic volcano. It's
1: like the Cave of Wonders. (laughs) Maybe not quite as much, but it's pretty much Cave of Wonders-level lava coming at them. And they've got to outrun it because this movie has everything, Angie. Hippos, monster gorillas, uh, Joey Pants, Del Rey Lindo stapling bags. You know what? When
0: you asked me to watch Congo, I what popped into my head was Joe versus the volcano.
1: Starring Joey Pants. No, starring Tom Hanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and doesn't that include a giant gorilla in Outrunning a Volcano? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it ends with the the, the them outrunning a volcano. Hey, cool. Yeah,
1: anyway. There's a lot of movies that end with outrunning a volcano, like Dante's Peak and Volcano and other volcano movies. (laughs) Pompeii? I don't know. Um, They get away. Everybody's dead except for Ernie Hudson, Laura Linney, Dylan Wallace, and Monkey Mm -hmm, Gorilla. mm -hmm. And then they're like, well, we're far enough away. Oh, look, Amy found those other gorillas that uh, yelled at her before. And now let's have a heartfelt moment where they're saying goodbye. And this whole time I'm just like... (laughs) everybody's dead yep. <laughs> like your friend grant hesloff he's dead
0: yep this is everybody's already dead.
1: everybody else is dead and you're just like i mean i if i were ernie hudson and laura linney i'd be like yeah the fucking go- we don't have to take care of this gorilla Bye. anymore
0: peace out gorilla. see you later
1: gorilla but like these gorillas aren't then they're like oh those girls know what to do i'm like do they though like they're not used to like volcanoes going off all the time no. i think these all these volcano all the gorillas are also dead
0: Um, Well, this person who wrote this article I'm reading says, I suspect that Amy's fellow gorillas murdered her mere minutes later for being so annoying.
1: (laughs) It's possible. (laughs) She knows not to have, she doesn't have the infinity gauntlet anymore, at least. She took it off? Yeah, so she's just going out there by herself, so maybe she'll be more, um... Gorilla-y? I got a real rapey vibe from that big gorilla, though.
0: Yeah, he's going to. He's because he definitely... was a dick before.
1: Oh, that's my other favorite part of the movie. Before, I forgot. When they met those gorillas, uh, he, they come chasing after uh, Mop Head and Ernie Hudson. And Ernie Hudson's like, don't move. If you run, they'll get. Uh, if you run away, they'll, they'll chase you or whatever. So yep. he doesn't run. Dylan Walsh sticks by it. He lets his monkey. Like, throw shit in his face. I don't think like he threw shit in his face, but that would have been awesome. But, like, to pump his... I don't know if he even pumped his chest. Who cares? Actually, that gorilla didn't seem that scary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't throw any feces. What didn't is pump your his point? chest. What is your point? Got a great scene where they cut over to the edge, and where's Ernie Hudson? And he's gone, and he pops up from over a log. I don't know. And he's like, where'd you go? He's like, I ran away.
0: <laughs> I ran away.
1: Love Ernie Hudson in this movie. So good. Anyway... <laughs> That, that crash before, that was from the second team that Laura Lenny sent. Well they, Joey Pants didn't take that hot air balloon out of that package. So there's a hot air balloon in there. And this movie ends where they're just like, alright.
0: Let's, let's blow this hot air balloon up. They blow the hot
1: air balloon up and they just start floating away and they're like Float well away. i hope the wind takes us somewhere
0: nice <laughs> and not into somewhere we're gonna get shot down or land in a volcano yeah, because if they
1: go one way volcano <laughs>
0: if they go another way murder shot down. death shot down
1: so where are they gonna go we don't know because the movie's over
0: <laughs> the movie's over thank the fuck god it was over
1: why sequel give me joey pants delroy lindo and these three people and that Ernie gorilla come yeah mm-hmm. the- and then the gorilla comes back Gets the Infinity no, Gauntlet. I don't need the Infinity <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Congo. Will you watch
0: this movie again?
1: Yes. We'll probably watch it. What time is it? Start it tonight. Whatever. Love Congo. We'll keep watching it. It's so bad. It won uh, multiple Razzies, but, but was a box th- office hit. Does it
0: have like, a cult following now, though?
1: I don't the know. It should. It. I, I think, think it, it should. I think it should have a cult following because I, it, I genuinely think it's just so ridiculous and over the top and throws so much at you. You can't help but kind of just be along for the ride. This oh, is it's kind fabulous. of
0: fabulous. Mm-hmm. This
1: is kind of like our last episode. We talked about Godzilla and how like there are elements of Godzilla. If you like took out forty minutes of that movie where you have like a truly great bad movie that's just so insane and does so many really crazy things and has enough just bad characters, but there's forty minutes of just boring shit in that movie. Yep. Congo, on the other hand, gives you all the crazy shit yep. and cuts out all the boring stuff. Oh yeah. This movie fucks
0: yep this movie fucks <laughs> yeah
1: this movie fucks <laughs> like uh what's his face on silicon yeah. valley oh
0: that guy fucks this movie fucks okay congo well on that on that note <laughs> uh anything else? holds up holds up uh where can i watch it these days
1: well i have the dvd of course but i think it's on we watched it on hulu didn't we i don't remember it's one of those that frequently you know, rotates on Hulu or Amazon. Oh, yeah. You can always find it. If it's not there, uh, you can wait a month and it'll be there. Or do what I did. I don't know. Actually, this was a movie that I bought out of years ago in college in the famed Walmart $5 bin.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. $5 bin.
1: Which they still have, but I'm not into digging through DVDs anymore. It's like the 344 bin. Jesus. $3.44. Or there's a $5 one that has Blu-rays in it. But you know what? I'm not a monster. I'm not going to dig around where everybody else has been putting their hands in this uh, filthy bin of DVDs. Put them on the shelf like a civilized store. I'll look at your. Stuff. Oh, are you,
0: Mister Hoity
1: Toity? I'm now? very Hoity Tighty. I instead hoity-tighty? I'll buy them. What the fuck is Hoity Tighty? My Righty Tighty, <laughs> Tighty Whitey's. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus! <laughs> I'll buy them on eBay. Like Lord knows, like some library copy that are f- covered in filth for like three dollars. Yeah, that but, have been like come on and but stuff. But <laughs> have been come on. <laughs> People have been coming on their copy of Congo. Ooh, what a what a sentence! By the way. I was, earlier today I was coming on my copy of Congo while drinking coffee. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I hope nobody's still listening. These, our end of these, our episodes are always the best. (laughs) Days of Thunder swinging dicks. Now we're talking about coming on copies of Congo while drinking coffee. come on you. (laughs) Come on you. Come on me. (laughs) There we go.
0: Okay. We good? Yeah. Well, now, what what else are we going to say now? we can top that. Alright guys, well if you are still listening, what the fuck is wrong with you? But thanks. And uh this was our Old Millennial Remembers Movies podcast.
1: You didn't say that right. <laughs> Old
0: Millennials Remember Movies. There you go. Podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: Don't want
0: anybody peeking. I'll talk to you another movie.